Blog Talk Radio. Tuesday, January the 7th, 2014. I am your host, Michael Gordon. Been away for a little bit, and it's nice to be back. I'm going to open up the chat here, and uh, see if there's anybody listening in live to the program today. And of course, you can participate by uh, writing your comments or your questions in the chat forum. That is if I can get it to load. Um, still trying to work out all the bugs on this studio. Some of the various pieces of software necessary to run a podcast. Um, but if you're tuning in for the first time, uh, my name is Michael Gordon, and this is Blog Talk Radio, and the program is The Mind Whisperer. We've got all of our uh, programs available for download on iTunes or here on blogtalkradio.com forward slash the mind whisper. Just gonna see if I can open this up in a different page now. For some reason the chat form's not loading up. But today we're gonna be talking about resolutions and why they fail. And this is something that vexes a lot of people. And bear with me a moment here. some reason I can't get the uh, chat form to load up on this browser. I'm going to try a different browser. Let's see if we can get it going here. No, it's not going to be helping us today. Oh, I got one more thing to try here. Still trying. No, all right. We'll just carry on with what we got here, and uh, unfortunately, I won't be able to see your chat because of. Um, Flash. I'm using a browser that doesn't um, like the flash of the forum here, so I can't really tell who's here right now, but you can call in to the program. Um, the number is area code 213-943-34... Oh, pardon me. Your call number is area code 347-945-7891. That's 347-945-7891. And you can call in if you're listening... Uh, to the program now, and I'll handle any question 
we can talk about any subject that relates to the topic of the program, which really is about uh, what I call spiritual psychology in daily life, and that is just matters of our values and how we want to live better, etc. So we'll get right on to the topic of the program today, um, which is why do resolutions fail? A lot of us uh, set resolutions for the beginning of the year, and we have all the best uh, you know, hopes and plans to change our lives and our patterns of behavior, and we fail miserably. And it doesn't matter whether it's diet-related or uh, you know, better habits with going to the gym or um, socializing or dating or our financial uh, sphere of our life, it all adds up to the same thing. So we need to talk about some basic um, physiology and how you know how our mind works essentially, and the brain and consciousness, and how it affects our behavior. And so, very simply put, uh, you have two aspects of of uh, brain function and consciousness. One is the conscious, which is you know the activity that happens in that's registered and uh, that we're aware of in the in the neocortex. I mean, we're aware of as functioning beings day to day. Uh, the front prefrontal cortex or the neocortex is sort of the command center of the brain. And this is where we have these thoughts, I want to do X, you know, with Y, Z results. And so I'm going to set my goal of making that happen. Now, that's all very well and good because the conscious mind works in a rational, um, uh, focused and attentive way. And it works on logic. However, the other aspect of consciousness, which is much more uh, pervasive and operational, is our subconscious mind. And our subconscious mind is all the other uh, associative networks and subroutines and um, mechanisms, if you will, of consciousness in our, in our daily you know, waking uh, experience um, in our mind and body. And so these are some of the things that are sort of um, self-regulating, like breathing, etc., in our nervous system, but... Um, mostly what we're concerned with is our emotionality. So our reality is really determined more about the pattern of emotion, feeling, that's happening in the subconscious. And the subconscious also works in images and associations. So think of it, if you will, this way. This was uh, something that I came across on um, a video on YouTube, which really was a great um, metaphor for what's going on in our mind. So... Here, if you can picture that there's a body of water, okay, so you're looking at the, the line of the water, and on top of the water is a little pyramid. The pyramid is, is the ship of you, and you're sitting on top of this pyramid, and you've got a paddle, and you're paddling away, and your paddle goes into the water. So there's, you know, in relation to you, maybe two to three times the size of your little stick figure is this pyramid that you're paddling away on, and you're looking towards the golden horizon saying, I'm going to get there financial goal, whatever it is, I'm going to have debt-free this year or lose 25 pounds, etc. Now, that's all very well and good, and you can have all the best plans and people supporting you, and those things are all beneficial. But when you look beneath the surface of that line of the water that you're on top of, that little triangle you're sitting on top of now extends, if you think of an uh, isosceles triangle that's, that's going down like a pyramid, the base of that pyramid is now enormous under the water. So you're sitting literally on the tip of the iceberg. And underneath the water represents, in that larger base of the pyramid, your subconscious. And your subconscious, again, is working in images and feelings and emotion. 
So you're moving in one direction, paddling a hell to go towards your goal. But underneath, it's almost like the current is going against you because your subconscious mind is programmed in the opposite way. It's got negative associations um, with uh, your goal or with your feelings about yourself or your likelihood of getting your goal or your shame. Mostly, what dominates that sphere is, unfortunately, for most people, is shame that you are in the situation in the first place and, and that uh, you don't deserve your goal and you'll never get your goal. So all of those things are undermining you and they're working in the opposite direction. So you start to get the picture now, if you visualize this, that you're paddling like crazy at the very top trying to empower this enormous uh, object under the water that's really the, the bulk of the shape of what you're sitting on and it's going in the opposite direction. And all the while, you've got the best advice and the best strategies in your rational, logical command center at the top. But really, the submarine is going in the other direction. Now, why is that? Well, it's because those are our conditioned thoughts and feelings. They're really what have formed our pattern and our habits of behavior for, for many, many years and our core beliefs about ourselves. And again, those could just mostly be negative or what we call distorted beliefs that we don't deserve, we not, we're not capable, we're not worthy, um, it hasn't happened in the past. And they can be uh, the, the connection or the, or the um, identifying with those beliefs in some ways is normal and it's, and it's important because if you've had to adapt to disappointment in your life or hurt or trauma, uh, then that's that's the meaning structure that you have to adhere to. That, in other words, if you have gone without your whole life, uh, then you have to cope with that. Now I'm not saying that's a good thing. I'm just saying it's a normal function of your brain to say, that's my reality. So if you want to shift that, you have to shift the experiences happening underneath. You have to shift all those deep associations that go to the negativity. That may involve some emotional work. It doesn't necessarily have to mean uh, psychotherapy, which is something that I do with people. But it may involve more core work with, your, with what your beliefs are. So again, the command part of your brain says, I shall lose 25 pounds. And the real uh, deep-feeling animistic part of, you, of yourself underneath says, I'm, I'm worthless. Uh, I'm incapable. So one of the simple things that we can do to get towards our goal is to create the conditions around us that will facilitate that goal. Now, a really great analogy for this I just came across, and I don't have the reference handy, but it was um, uh, a psychologist online who um, calls this the uh, Odysseus Protocol. And what he's describing here is um, the, the historical um, work of uh, fiction by Homer, the great ancient poet. And in Homer's um, Odyssey, the lead character of the protagonist, Odysseus, is um, on his ship with his crew, and they've heard about the fabled sirens that lure the sailors to the shore because they're beautiful and they have their sirens' cries is unavoidable. And he has to pass through these waters, and he wants to be the first mortal to withstand the call of the sirens and to experience it and see them without succumbing and... and um, being lured onto the rocks and then losing control of the ship. And so he comes up with this ingenious plan to put wax in the ears of all of his sailors. So his sailors won't be lured by the siren call, or the call of the sirens, their mythical figures. 
uh, supernatural figures, if you will, and, uh, but he doesn't have wax in his ears. So in other words, he is going to hear their cries. He will be pulled by their call, but he asks his crew to, ma- he commands them to lash him to uh, the wheel of the ship or the, or the uh, tiller of the ship so, uh, and to, to completely disregard anything he says. So he will be prey to everything, the, all the influence, and, and indeed look towards the sight of the sirens and hear what causes the death of many other sailors. Uh, but his crew are going to be in command of the ship. And so it also talks about this Odysseus protocol that we can put into effect in our life. And it's great. You know, if you simply don't have junk food in your kitchen, you won't eat it. Okay? Now, the problem with that alone, even though you're setting up external conditions to support you, is it still requires you to maintain that focus and that attention and that drive, which is willpower, to sustain that. Because what if you come across some junk food through, at a friend's house and you're like, ah, oh, you know, I, I'm just going to have a little bit because I've been so good. And what's happening there is that the emotional reward you get from giving into the craving or rewarding yourself is greater than your ability in the moment to say, even though I could have this junk food right now and say I'm treating myself, it's going to sabotage me overall. And so what we really have to do is create a new reward. The reward, the feeling, and the association to to achieving your goal has to be stronger than the reward you get out of not going to the gym. And so first of all, you have to be honest and do an inventory and, and become aware of what's actually motivating you, what you're actually getting out of um, the negative behavior. And it's usually a, some kind of reward that goes back to pacification or, or you know, um, giving ourselves something. So again, the reward of the goal that you're setting has to be greater than the subconscious emotional reward you're getting from avoiding it. The second part of that reconditioning yourself is to make the thing that you don't desire to do anymore have a really negative association. So in hypnosis, for example, you can say every time you think of uh, picking up a cigarette, you're going to be disgusted and you're going to be sick to your stomach. And you're wiring in a negative association so that you just avoid that behavior in the future. Well, we, this is a very, very long topic and we could go on for a long time about this and perhaps we'll extend the next show to explain more about how to achieve your goals. But for the time being, I'm not saying setting goals is wrong. I'm saying that in order to do it, you have to do it in a completely comprehensive way that addresses your underlying beliefs about yourself. And so you can start there, looking at the maybe the subconscious things you're getting out of your stuck behavior. My name is Michael Gordon. It's been a pleasure to host you today. Thanks again for tuning into the program. Find us on Facebook, like us, and we'll see you next time on The Mind Whisperer.